Welcome to Talk Amongst Yourselves, the Fan Entertainment Talking Podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a lot of announcements that weren't E3. I cannot stress this enough. None of this is E3 and none of this is Comic-Con. No. Because we don't live in that timeline. No. We live in a weird corporate thing where D23 happened. Yeah. No one seemed to be happy about it and everyone else went, fuck, we can capitalise on this. Quick, get all of that stuff out. An interstate play. We can um, we can beat Disney because it's not hard this year. Apparently, no. considering all the shit they're working on, it wasn't. We'll get into it. We'll get into that. I'm still Mike. I'm still Darren. Um, so yes, we'll be going through four things primarily. Uh, that being D23, uh, the Ubisoft Forward, the Nintendo Direct, and Sony's State of Play. One of those is week. just Assassin's Creed. It is just Assassin's Creed, <laughs> but I need to talk about Assassin's Creed. Yes. Um, so we're going to start with D23. Because that was the first chronologically. And um, the biggest. And the biggest. It went over a whole weekend. Sure did. And I think I had transplanted some of those like lost E3 feelings towards this, where I was like a few weeks out going, a couple of weeks till D23, it's going to be good. Mm. And um, based on the last D23. Yeah. With all was, the fucking announcements. When they just had like a two hour live stream and just dipped in and out. This one did not go with that plan. Nope. They we the the night one video game showcase thing was live streamed on YouTube, but the Star Wars Marvel panel was not. None of the other ones really were. No, um, it was basically just refreshing Empire's Twitter. Yes. I think uh, the theme park one did. Um, that was on mm. YouTube. The only thing of note they announced was um, we're getting a new. They didn't really specify what type of ride it is. Mm. But there's going to be a multiverse ride at Avengers Campus. Oh, and they've released the concept art of King Thanos. Thanos. Thanos yes. Have you seen who is the closest to two King Thanos? No. Matt Murdock is about to clock Thanos. <laughs> Somehow Daredevil has got the closest <laughs> to King Thanos. Ace. Um, yeah, they didn't really show off anything um, Anything we give a shit about. No new Star Wars ride announced. That was the only Marvel thing that was announced, I think, other than... Um, the Paris one's open now. It's Paris got some new open. characters. Yes, they've basically refitted the rock and roller coaster to be a Marvel coaster. It isn't a new one. They've just reskinned it, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's open now. Um, Hulk's there in his... Um, Endgame uh, suit. Endgame, yeah. time travel suit. Uh, Mando and Grogu are going to be walk around characters at Galaxy's Ed. Sweet. That's what they did. Um, but yeah, so they kicked off with the gaming one. They this did. was unexpected. They ha- they announced this pretty late on that this was going to happen and it was going to be a live stream. And I was fucking excited. Mm. I said to Rachel, like, right, we're going to watch it. I know it's a Friday night, but we've got, they're going to, they're going to obviously mention the Wolverine game. Mm-hmm. Definitely the Spider-Man game if it's coming next year. Uh, Midnight Suns, they're going to mention... Um, God, Spider-Man 2 is out next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's exciting. Mm-hmm. They're going to mention the Ubisoft Star Wars game. They're going to mention other things at the moment. Stuff we don't even know about. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Made more about that Avatar game. Here we go. Then... <laughs> then they did none of that. None of that things. <laughs> none of those things <laughs> happened. It was a shit show. <laughs> when the star of your show, when your big send home thing is Mickey Mouse karting. Fuck me dead. Friend of ours is very excited about that game and I don't get it. He's like, it looks like Blur. I'm like, it looks like fucking Sega All-Stars Racing. It does. And I didn't enjoy that when that was free. No. I mean, to each their own. The bit that got me, because I, I knew it was off to a bad start when they literally showed a logo for 
Tron, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Tron... Tron, it's a Tron game. Tron, it's a Tron game. And they came out and the guy who was very wooden was like, wow, Tron, no, no, no. <laughs> what a way to start. I cannot wait to... F- I, that is mind-blowing. I cannot wait to play it. It's like, lad, it was literally a logo. <laughs> yeah. They put less effort into that than the Metroid Prime 4 fucking reveal. <laughs> At least that moved a little bit. This was just literally tr- a Tron game is coming. <laughs> what the fuck was it? And to channel Mean Girls, as they often do, Stop trying to make Tron happen. <laughs> no one gave a shit about Tron 30 fucking years ago, and they have continued to <laughs> not give a shit about Tron. I want to go on the roller coaster, don't get me wrong, because that looks dope, but that's about it. Please. Is it, is it Tron Identity? That's it. It's a fucking visual novel. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's being developed... Oh, it's being developed by Mike Bithell. That's actually interesting. Ooh. Mike Bithell's made some really good games, two of which are Volume and Thomas Was Alone. Uh, not known for being visual spectaculars, Thomas Was Alone, the cast of characters are different shaped and coloured rectangles. I Fuck like you, those games. You, but you play know. some shite. <laughs> That's bizarre. So I will not be playing Tron Identities, thank you very much. Um, so they took their one kind of pseudo video game property and turned it into a fucking uh, heavy you, rain shit. You could have, you know what you could have done? Uh. You could have beat Zuckerberg to a true metaverse thing with the Tron IP. You could have actually made it fucking relevant. And instead... You've chosen not to do that. The, the Tron dating game is what I can only assume it is. Oh, Christ. So after that bleak start of, well, don't worry, Spider-Man soon. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man never. We saw, okay, he was in the Midnight Suns trailer. He was. And that was a nice thing that, that surprisingly been moved forward, which is nice. <laughs> yeah, they knocked it back into next year, so it was off my list. And now they're like, don't worry, gang, Christmas. <laughs> I'm worried about that, though. I am worried about that, Because yeah. that feels like, they think, like, to, to maybe, like, the uninitiated who haven't been covering this for years, would think, well, that's in the run up to Christmas, that makes sense. Yeah, that sweet spot is mid-November, mm. not the start of December. That yeah. seems odd. That's rush zone. That's a, yeah. What has changed in, it's only been about a month since they delayed it into next year, into March next year. What has changed? Like, you don't all of a sudden, Shave five months off your game schedule that you previously thought you needed. So. I can only assume they're doing that age-old fucking thing of carving off a section of the game and selling it back to you as DLC. That, my other thought was maybe, because the Switch has not been moved, I don't think. I think Ooh, they've only moved up... Uh, this might be completely wrong, but in my understanding of it, they've only moved up the um, the Xbox and PlayStation movement. Right. So it might be they've gone, right, Fuck PC and Switch off, which is most people's, most developers' opinions towards those things. <laughs> yep. Or just get PS5 and Xbox ready because we can do that. And then yeah. we need to make the kind of pared down version for the Switch and the fucking ultra hyped up version for the PC. We can cross that bridge when we get to that it. That does make sense. So that, I think, is how they've got around that particular thing. But it looks fine. Like, I've never really played, like, an XCOM tactical thing. Like, mm. so I don't know if I'm going to gel with it all that well. And the fact it's got a card system is already raising the biggest fucking red flag you can find. <laughs> but, I mean, ex- try XCOM Enemy Within. Yes. I think you... If, knowing you like play Football Manager... I do like Football Manager. I think you'll like it. It's certainly the most approachable of the XCOM games anyway. XCOM 2 is a bit much more. Whereas Enemy Within is very good. Yeah, I think XCOM 2 was the one that came on like um, PlayStation Plus briefly. Mm. And I think I dipped in... Uh, 
By the way, yes, I've played the Guardians of the Galaxy game. You have. I still don't know what my opinion is on it. It certainly does feel like a game that should have released around 2010. Yeah, but it's I, the best version of a 2010 game. It absolutely is, and it's, it's and the costumes are a lot of fun. And you are right when Kang when um uh fucking Drax finds out he's going to fight the Fing Fang Foom. That was excellent. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I really cannot... And the fact... Oh, the fact it hasn't got a level select... Yeah. ...is a piss take. Yeah. And that uh, you can't... I, I got to the end and then went, oh, look at what, how to platinum this thing. Like, oh, yeah, if you've missed one thing... You gotta start the, the game thing again. again. And that's what stopped me from platinum it. Like, yeah, no. fucked. Um, <laughs> I'm not doing that. I missed one costume. And I'm like, I'm not going back. I'm good, lads. Thank you. All good, cheers. I got the one I wanted, which was everybody in as close to the 2008 roster as I could get them. I'm good, thanks. I'm fine. Um, see, so this is the thing. Almost, I've written the list down here. We went through like the IGN article of everything in this. Mm-hmm. No Star Wars thing have made this list. No, why did they even, um, did they announce? I'm assuming they did. I don't fucking remember. It must have been the mobile game shite. Like, oh, oh the, do they have more to say about what's the fucking the mobile game that nobody wants? Hunters, yeah, uh, but I can't remember it. And the VR Sony, the, the 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 VR Star Wars game that Tales from Galaxy's Edge was oh, in yeah. the state of play. It wasn't in this, yeah. So nothing on the Ubisoft game, nothing on a, another battlefield, a battlefront coming or anything. Nothing like on that. Jedi Survivor. Nothing on Jedi Survivor, which is also out next year. Yep. The only thing of substance, no Spider-Man, no Wolverine. Yeah. It's a, it's that and the Mandalorian that are like the abjectly most loved Star Wars things yes. right now. And that was a, a fucking open goal yeah. for them to just give us another you know, Survivor trailer. Nothing. Nah. The only thing that I genuinely was like, fucking A, was the last thing they showed. Mm. Well, other than the trailer they did at the end that had the Wolverine and Spider-Man yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I was like, oh, so you've saved it all for the sizzle reel at the end. <laughs> you've no real fucking substance, you yeah. need. Um, was the announcement of a new game. Yes. Didn't know was coming. Mm-hmm. Fucking A. And now I got excited because it looked all wary. I was like, oh, is it going to be a cap game? <laughs> and I was like, oh, is it going to be a cap game? <laughs> and then you see the shield. I was like, here we go, lads. <laughs> and then it's got the scratches. I was like, what? what? Like, yeah. oh, don't be in a fucking Avengers game. No, surely to cry they're not doing two of them. But no, this is a new game uh, from Skydance Media, who were a film company, weren't they? They've released a number of other games, but I would have to look up what it is. So I think this is the... If I've got this right, they got the former head of like the Uncharted games to come in and front their game development studios. And this is their first game. It is a World War II... Cap and Black Panther game. It is. You're not. It's not um, T'Challa. It's his granddad, I think. So it's T'Chaka's dad. T'Chaka's dad. And mm. Cap. And fuck yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, an uncharted type game where I'm playing as Cap and Black Panther. Give me that shit next. That does sound really um, good. I, I'm all in for this. Uh, Skydance are also working on a Star Wars game as well. Just that's Was something that to bear in mind. One? Where we just got like the five seconds worth of footage. My no, because EA pulled the plug on that one. It was one where the geezer walks out with like a Tatooine thing. Oh yeah, that got that, that was Amy Hennig's game, the person who did work on Uncharted. That's who I'm thinking of. And then that got shit canned. Um, Skydance Media have worked on Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which is supposedly very good. Okay. Uh, Archangel, which I have not played, 
and I think that's it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's something. That's something. all that, and then they get to hand a Star Wars and a Marvel game. Is it the fucking King Kong director? <laughs> oh yeah, George. Skull Island geese. <laughs> Skull Island. Oh, well done for that. Would you like to play with Metal Gear now? <laughs> there you are. <laughs> You've done nothing. Um, cool. I, I mean, we saw no gameplay. It was literally just a reveal kind of sizzle thing. But things they're showing two other people behind them, and I'm assuming maybe that's to say like, oh, the 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 World War Two forces and the Dora Milaje. I'm mean, yes. like, is this going to be a four player game? I don't know whether I want that. No, I think if... Right, it is just based off her being in charge of Uncharted. I mean, you can change the type of game you do. I mean, look at fucking Guerrilla Games. They went from Killzone to fucking Horizon. So you can True. change, like, trajectory, I guess. Uh, but no, I don't want a four-person-y thing. Now, don't wrong, you could then... If it's Bucky as the third person, it like, clearly wasn't Bucky in the, the shot they showed of him. Yeah. And then... Whoever the most prominent Dora Milaje person is, they can find dope. Hmm. But no, that wouldn't that wouldn't do it for me. Wouldn't do it for me either. Um, but yeah, that was it from the game showcase. Yep, the thing I was most hyped of of all these things, and fuck all from it. Um, and it's not that the second day of D twenty three was much better. Um, it really wasn't. We got the the Marvel Star Wars thing happened uh, first. Um, I thought it was. Pixar. First. Oh, so yes, the Pixar thing did happen first. Inside Out two, which if you've listened to this uh, podcast, you know how we feel about Inside Out. The worst Pixar movie. Just pretentious bollocks. Oh, it's so up its own fucking ass, and that is something you could achieve in the Inside Out universe. But... <laughs> uh, and this one's set when the, the character of Riley is a teenager. Uh-huh. So I'm going to repeat the joke I said to you that made you laugh earlier. Finally, we get to see what happens when Joy and Sadness meets inexplicable horniness. <laughs> Still gonna be good. <laughs> gonna be good. Not gonna be the most awkward thing I watch all fucking year. Definitely fucking not. <sighs> fucking hell, cannot. Pixar. Come on, lads. What's going on? Come on, lads. I believe in you still. Coco, a trough. Like, what's there going was, on there? There were some trailers released just for the people in attendance. So there's yes. a lot of that, actually. So the new one, I think it's coming next year, called Element or Elemental, something like that. Uh, yeah, That yeah. got a trailer, I think it went over well. Um, they're doing a TV series, which is like a baseball thing. Oh, yeah, that looked all right. Uh, win the Lose or whatever it's called, so uh, fine. Um we didn't get to see any of those, though. Um, they announced that The Lion King, what we thought was going to be the sequel to the live-action Lion King, is actually a Mufasa prequel. Mm. So at least that's new territory. It's not doing Simba's pride shite. Um, fine. I would have loved to have seen Simba's pride <laughs> in shite. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. And then you get ready to the Timon and Pumba one, which mm. is Lion King from their point of view. And they thought, you know what, this Lion oh, King one and a half. Yeah. You know, this Lion King needs a Kurosawa fucking <laughs> Um uh Anyway, yeah, we need the Roshamon and the fucking Lion King. Really. Um, but we did get the trailer for The Little Mermaid 2. Now, we don't give a shit. No. But clearly a lot of people give far too much of a shit for One, the wrong reasons. 1.5. YouTube disabled dislikes. The day they re-enabled them. 1.5 million dislikes. What is wrong with people? Why do they give a shit? It's the little mermaid. Who gives a toss? 
mermaids don't have races because they're not real. <laughs> so they can be whatever you want them to be. Use the fuck. I also love someone made a meme of uh, Ariana Grande used to look like Ariel from The Little Mermaid and now she looks like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. <laughs> I'm like, yep, that's that's what happened to her. <sighs> it's, it's fucking exhausting. I don't, I can't. I don't get. I don't get why people give a shit because it's a Disney live action remake. There's only one way this thing goes, lads. It's gonna be shit. <laughs> like, don't even try and prepare. The one thing they had was Mulan because they were like, "We're just gonna make it a Chinese wushu action movie," and they fucked that I up. Shit, her bed on that one. They're, they're not gonna do it well. I don't get it. I really want to, but I just don't get it. And I super don't care what race the mermaid is. Does not matter. Could, Could not, not give a shit. Does not fundamentally change anything about the fucking Little Mermaid yeah. at all. The <laughs> thing I came out of that trailer thinking was... Although, mm. <laughs> imagine that they've got to insert the scene. You can't marry her. Oh, what? Because she's black. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fish, mate. They can't do that. They can't. That's too much. No, Disney wouldn't take that no, chance. They Come on, it. They wouldn't. The bit that occurred to me was, well, if they're doing a live-action Little Mermaid, a famous colourful movie... Mm. Underwater stuff isn't actually all that colourful. Oh, really? So I was just a bit bummed out that it was all grey and sad looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm they've like... chosen to base it on real life oceans that are full of sewage. Yeah, <laughs> fucking backwards, man. Uh, anyway, um, so they Star Wars stuff first, I guess. We I go guess. Mandalorian season three trailer. It's still the best thing about Star Wars, and it's still going to be coming out in February. Look cool, uh, Babu Frick's back. He is. <laughs> Um, the one good thing about the ninth movie uh, was it I would say so yeah uh, I can't think of anything else I like from that movie Dark Ray and her weird teeth no that wasn't good no no, not so much um, and then we get in a kind of I don't know how to describe Tales of the Jedi it's a weird one isn't it it's 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 not that it's a spin off of the Clone Wars because it happens all before the Clone Wars apart yeah. from the Ahsoka centric episode it's like a like an ancillary series to the um, yeah. to uh, the Clone Wars again because you've got the Bad Batch, which is very much a sequel series yes. now. So this is kind of like a prequel, but not really. No, because the Ahsoka stuff, the Ahsoka stuff happens, in happens Clone Wars. during it. But it's the, in that animation. Style. There you go. Yeah, it looks like the Clone Wars. We're going to be getting young Qui Gon and Dooku, and I will be watching Disney because <laughs> you know I pitch that shit. So if fucking you Mace pitch- Windu turns up as well, I want you. Okay, didn't you pitch Grie- the Grievous race in that f- pitch as well? I did. It wasn't Grievous, but it was like Grievous. Grievous and fighting the mantises. No, I think Grievous was in it because he kind of ill-defined age-wise. Mm. So it was Dooku, Qui Gon, Mace Windu, and his teacher. And then a Kaminoan Jedi. Well, I think I had casters like fucking Maisie Williams or something. And her pa- and her person go into this planet. The Padawans being separated and then have to kind of fight their way through the jungle. That shit happens. Fucking on to you. Um, <laughs> then we know. Yes. I think the only way we're going to catch them out is when we get round to our Marvel fighting game pitch, which is coming soon. If they then send out a, a game with their exact roster. Then we can sue. Yes. I will bring this up with my legal counsel slash wife, and I will <laughs> sue the arse off of it. I don't want much. I just want several million pounds, and I want the Gambit movie. That's all I want. Me, specifically. Yeah. Yes. I want to make that. Yeah. Give that to me. Um, we'll figure it out. I'm sure we've done enough pitches. I'm sure we can write a fucking script. We'll be fine. Easy. Um, Easy. So I think that was kind of it for Star Wars. Like, there was Pretty a few... Much. I feel like we're getting a second anime series. 
Oh, Visions. Yeah, I think they said I think that, that's I think happening. Part two's coming. Then it was a lot of bump like, Willow, fuck off. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like Warwick Davis. Yeah, but it was my finest hour. <laughs> <laughs> we can't repeat the joke it's, it's I not know, nice it's not I nice know. it was funny um, <laughs> the people in attendance got the Indiana Jones 5 trailer they did um, which was only worth it because we got to see him in short round meet backstage and give a little hug yeah, that was nice that was good um, I need to learn how to say his name because yes. we have to mention him again do fuck go for hang it. on <laughs> um, I'll they showed off more Avatar stuff but again they didn't feel the need to show us that stuff then we got to Marvel. Now, I will say something. I was, I was at a, uh, a fucking wedding party um, at the time. So I was, like, it was a, it was the, the reception. So they weren't paying attention to what I was doing. I wasn't right. sat in a fucking pew. <laughs> so I was refreshing this geezer who was there in attendance because he was actually updating so faster than the D23 thing was. Yeah. And he said, everyone who's presented up to this point, including, like, um, uh, John Favreau and all these people were working off an auto queue. Apparently, Kevin Feige came out, turned it off, and then talked for an hour off the top of his dome about Marvel stuff. What? He's a fucking treasure. And was, I mean, we're, we're questioning a lot of his decision-making at the moment. But, but he himself. He himself is definitely on the Mount Rushmore. Um, so, I, we haven't wrote this down chronologically. Um, we've just kind of picked out the things we want to talk about the most. Mm. Um, so, first up, in terms of the most um, tangible stuff we got... We got a trailer for Secret Invasion. We did. Which is coming next year, early next year, I think. Early next year. So we really have now got a dearth between She-Hulk and the end of the year of, like, that's kind of... I mean, we got Black Panther coming out, but, like, that's kind of it. Now, more Disney Plus series seem to be forthcoming this year. Mm. So is it definitely... I'm, I'm, I'm confident it's early next year, but I'm going to check. I'm pretty positive. Um, so this, But it doesn't look shit. No, it looks pretty good. So this is the, uh, the Nick Fury-fronted series. That's basically doing the scrolls of intercepted and mm. having entire life. And was the first victim of taking all life out of the logo. Uh-huh. Um, Remember like the invasion in that really proper secret invasion yes. font? And now it's just glass shapes. Yeah, yeah it's not as good. It's fucking is it? boring, I isn't know. it? So, um, yeah, it's going to be the scroll invasion and Nick Fury trying to puzzle it out. Mm. And the big appeal is, well, who's been a scroll this whole time? Yep. Rhodey's definitely a scroll, right? You reckon Rhodey's the scroll? Because what a great way of doing something meta and saying that Terence Howard was real and then, <laughs> and then he's a scroll. And then he's been replaced by a scroll. And, and no one noticed. It just said that Tony Stark can't tell black people about <laughs> <laughs> the scroll turned up who had badly assimilated because apparently they can't tell him apart either. He thought he was Rhodey. Everyone <laughs> just accepted it. He just like, he, gets, he just holds up a picture of Terence and he goes, oh. oh. That's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, and then Ed Norton will walk in. Oh, we fucked this up. Sorry, lads. Now, that'd be funny if it's a comedy series of the trainee scrolls. We've all got it wrong. I've been so, yeah. They, I, the trainee scrolls would make it such a good villain for your um, fucking MI6. Oh, pitch. my God. They make such a good one. <laughs> Beans. Um, so yeah, we, we, it, it's, it looks good, but they didn't give a lot of subject. Context away at sort of what we already know what Secret Invasion is. Mm. It looks like there's going to be two kind of camps of um, scrolls. Yeah. There's the, one that Talos is in, yeah. who's seemingly a good, and then all the arseholy scrolls. It's more Ben Mendelssohn as yeah. well. So we're getting both versions of the scrolls, the ones that they've kind of given us so far in the MCU, and then the more comic book accurate arseholy scrolls. <laughs> yeah. Um, so cool. It's going to be fun trying to spot who the scroll is. It is. Let me do. Um, 
Yeah, that's good. Got a good cast. Um, I mean, Amelia Clark is. You can never really tell what she's going yeah, to do. Yeah, but they didn't really show off a lot of her. So no. That's good. There was more Olivia Coleman in that trailer than I thought there would be. Granddaughter of Union Jack, fucking Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. All right. So she's a squirrel. Mm. Fucking. You got me right with the water then. But yes. She's a squirrel. 100%. Pinner on you. Yeah. Looked pretty good. And I think that was pretty much the only real trailer we got out of this thing. Everything else was shown in things. Again, they showed the Quantum Mania stuff. Um, we didn't see it. Now, Modoc has now definitely got the merchandise is out there. And he's a robot. He's a full-on gold geezer. Yep. The face is going to come off at some point when we get proper Modoc. I, I fucking hope so. Surely. Although, the person that we thought would be behind the mask... Mm-hmm. Oh, no, we didn't. We we predicted it would be Kang, a different Kang behind the mask, didn't we? Either a different Kang or it was going to be Yellow Jacket. Oh, uh, that was Darren it. Who, yeah. who else did you think it was? Well, it kind of spills into the Captain America movie, I thought. It ah, right, okay. Could have been that guy. No, so we'll bring that up now. Yeah. Um, so um, they're really trying to make Incredible Hulk 2008 relevant again. Oh, super, um, super, like... They want people to... <laughs> even though it's still not on Disney+, Plus, they don't own the rights. And still not that great a film. No, but... Not only have we had Abomination come back pretty prominently in She-Hulk, yep. uh, which we're not going to talk about because it's still not like over yet. half a season to go. Yep. But I, I got the thing that... <laughs> Fucking hell. But I know, know. <laughs> I know. Um, it all, three episodes and it felt like it was run out of steam. Yeah. But it seems like the uh, Abomination's back. Mm-hmm. It seems like Hulk's going back to Sakaar, so holy shit, they might be doing Planet Hulk, even <laughs> fucking go to <laughs> And then that leads to World of Hulk, which is what we really want. Fucking yes. Um, because Hulk versus Wolverine. Because Hulk versus Wolverine. Yeah. Give me all that business. So, not only that, we're bringing back a, not even like a villain from that movie, a villain that was just teased in that movie, <laughs> which is the leader. A vision, a, a villain that we teased over 10 years ago. 15 years ago. Fuck. They teased the... The yeah, leader. There are year, people going into year seven. Well, no, even later than that. Who were now born after this movie has come out. And they were at high school. And now they're bringing back the leader to head up... The, he to be a villain in Captain America 4, Captain America New World Order. Hmm. So the big speculation this from the rock stars is it's going to be the intelligentsia. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it was going to be new, the New World Order. That's Degeneration X. What's D? Oh, no. Uh, no. no it's, it's, it would be funny if it was called Degeneration X. Oh, it's the voodoo child ripoff. I'm X Park. I'm X Park. I want that. Yep. Yep. Give me that. If <laughs> it's just fucking, it's just big fat Hulk Hogan fucking. <laughs> so it looks like instead going to be the Intelligentsia, mm. which is like a fucking very obscure group from the comics have made up of all the very smart villains. Considering that the you know the Serpent Society was right there. Yeah, but they're planting. So the leader, like Modox, can come into mm. that, and a few other people that have kind of been touted like well, they can be that, including Doom. Don't see it happening. I don't know. I've seen some rumours. You reckon? Yeah. You reckon it's his leading to Fantastic Four? Maybe. Like he's not in <sighs> shot. He's not front and center of the intelligentsia. I mean, we know but... we're ending up at Secret Wars, so we're gonna get him. We're yeah. gonna have a new Doom this century at some point. Yes. So fine. Like, I mean, the problem is that a lot of the things that were announced are coming off the back of slightly mediocrely re- um, received. Things, yeah. 
So this is going to be the first um, Anthony Mackie-fronted Captain America movie coming off the back of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which we didn't really like. Nope. It's, very, it's been the bottom five MCU things overall. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rubbish. But far and away the worst Disney Plus show they've done. The only actively bad one, I'd say, like everything else has either been Snur or mm. fucking Moon Knight and WandaVision up here. Yeah. Um, so that's a bit problematic for them, um, that we're not really all that psyched. Uh, so speaking of which, so then you've also then got to do the Thunderbolts, which is basically a sequel to both Falcon and the Winter Soldier and fucking Black Widow. Yep, it's like way to make this team suck, right? I I can't help but point out that the characters that they've introduced for the Thunderbolts, we've got U.S. Agent, a Captain America stand-in. Mm. You've got the Red Guardian, a Captain America stand-in. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got Taskmaster, who amongst other things is a Captain America stand-in. And the big reveal, everybody, we got Bucky, who's a cat... Oh, fuck, we've done it again. So you got four caps. Four caps, a black, a black widow. A ghost. And go- it's like, remember me? And there's a resounding no. <laughs> and then that's it. Like, unlike... Like, right, we all like David Harbour. Red Guardian was great. That's a good choice. Everyone likes Florence <laughs> Uh, Olivia Wilde doesn't like Florence, but that's about it. Um, and neither does uh, Harry Styles, apparently. Hmm. Anyway, um, so, great. I We like Sebastian Shaw. Ghost was a great... Sebastian Stan? Sebastian Stan, not Sebastian Shaw. That's an X-Men villain. That's an X-Men villain. So, we like these people yeah. in general. We're yeah. not sad that they're back. It's just they're all coming off of mediocre things. And mm. the Thunderbolts was the one original thing in this big pie of everything they're doing that everyone was pointing out as like, that could be good. Mm. Like, we've seen with the Suicide Squad that this can work. And yep. you've got two options with Thunderbolts. You can either do kind of Black Opsy stuff, or you can do villains pretending to be heroes. Yeah. And they've gone for the Black Opsy one. It isn't as interesting. No. Plus, they haven't got Zemo back. No. And I feel like he's pretty fucking integral to the Thunderbolts. Yep. So... You think about the people who've been in the Thunderbolts in the comics, and obviously, as... You pointed out a few episodes ago, we can't have Red Hulk. No. Which is not good. No. But the Punisher was right there. See, my only thing that I'm kind of like, oh, it'll be fine, is because all the people that I would like to see in the Thunderbolts aren't in there and hopefully being saved for a different team movie. Mm. If they're going to do a Midnight Suns that's literally Ghost Rider, Blade, Moon Knight, Punisher... Fucking hell. That would be incredible, and that's why they're not going to do no. it. No, no. If you've had to sacrifice the Thunderbolts to make the Midnight Suns thing, whatever it ends up being, that if would, it ends up happening, that would be so good. Fine, I can take that. I can even take new weird Moon Knight, like a not a, not a serious Moon Knight, and it it is just Mark and Stephen. Yeah, because they were so fucking good. Uh huh. Make that you Sorry. <laughs> just just do that, and then. Uh, but like. It was the one I was really like, oh, I can't wait for the cast on this one. And now it's like, I do mm. like most of these people as actors, but I just... On paper, this makes a lot of sense. Uh, I'm like, not excited. Very shaky, mediocre foundations for yeah. this to be building off. So, again, I just... Where's the fucking variety, man? Where like I feel like yeah. we don't have that. No. That's what made the that's what made the Avengers movie so good. And this could have been not Dark Avengers, but a Dark Avengers. Yeah. And, and we dead. have four people chucking shit. It's essentially a Greek restaurant. It's just <laughs> <laughs> 
and just ship breaking and just disc shaped things flying around the place they've cobbled this together from mediocre stuff instead of putting together a hot new team with just one or two faces on it that you're like I know who that is Mm. and that feels like yeah a new Taskmaster would have been a good start Tony Masters and a dickhead with a big fucking claymore like it could have been that we could have had the Punisher obviously you can't do Red Hulk no who the fuck else has been in the... I mean, Deadpool has been in the Thunderbolts. Mm, that one did Deadpool when, in this. When we did... Um, when I did a, an article mm. of predict all the movies that are going to be announced, I predicted Bucky leading the Thunderbolts. Yes. But then his ace in the hole is... It's a multiverse threat movie. Yes. Because Deadpool arrived. Right. So, like, there's, there's room... Yeah, you can do that, Mar- you, Marvel. You clearly know that our things exist. Yes, you can do that. Well, this is the thing. It might be that because it's only concept art. Mm. This isn't a poster. This isn't you know even the people, the actors themselves, like in front and center. It's concept art. Mm. They could be doing that because they don't want to reel the full lineup for the Thunderbolts because we haven't introduced those characters yet, and they didn't want to spunk it here. So true. It might be something along those lines, but still. That happened, and then everything else was just kind of, yeah, trailer for Quantum Mania. They got a trailer for the Marvels. They mm-hmm. got all in theatres, nothing for us. Yeah. The only other thing I've really got here is that they announced that, right, they finally said there'll be no Fantastic Four announcements today because we've only just finalised the director, and it's Matt Shackman, mm-hmm. who's largely done TV stuff. Good TV stuff. WandaVision stuff. He did WandaVision stuff. He did a lot of the good Game of Thrones stuff. Did very early Always Sunny in Philadelphia episode as he well. He did. But it's not Spielberg. No. And that was the hot, sexy rumour. Mm. I thought they were going to get Spielberg in um, again just to piss off Martin Scorsese. But <laughs> again, I just I wanted Brad Bird, but we weren't, yep. we weren't getting Brad Bird. No. So, because he already made two really good he did. <laughs> Fantastic Four movies. So, so, you know. All pairs to him. Hope it's fine. I have just seen the other thing that we didn't mention. It's under Shackman. Yep. There are a few things. Uh, Short Round, yes. whose name is... Oh, God, here we go. You Here's... looked it up. I did. Sorry, I didn't have it ready. Uh, it's Kihei Kwan. He's going to be in Loki Season 2. He's fantastic in uh, Everything Everywhere All Really? Like, far and away. Like, in a movie where it's Michelle Yeoh and... Oh, my God, I forgot. Stephanie Hu- Who, I think her name is. Mm-hmm. She's in Maisel. She's um, oh the Chinese yes, girlfriend. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So, an amazing cast. Yes. Short Round is the best thing about that oh, movie. Damn. All it's right. fucking great. So, like, look forward to that. I'm glad he's back. Oh, you've surely seen Brendan Fraser crying. At the whale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so happy. He's back. I knew you'd find a way back to us, cuz. <laughs> I knew you'd find a way back to us, king. I knew you'd be back one day. <laughs> Except uh, his his uh, standout uh, performance as Firefly will never be seen. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's back. Marvel can have him now. I don't know who you want to cast him out. Which is his... Who would you cast Does it mean I'm going to watch an Aaron, 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 Darren Aronofsky film about a 600-pound man? Not necessarily. Will I watch The Mummy Returns again? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's back. He, is. he was lost in the wilderness for many a year. Brendan <laughs> Fraser's back. Oh, I'm Part of the story is be careful who you marry. Exactly. Uh, right. There was a trailer. It's well off my night, but first of all, we need to talk about Daredevil Born Again. We do. The two lads were just stood there, and I just saw the picture, and it, and it made me happy. It was enough, wasn't it? It is. It is going to be a reboot. It is. So... I found this out, no joke. 
we delayed watching She-Hulk because I wanted to get season three of Daredevil watch. We'd seen one and two. I didn't watch uh, Defenders. I did a fucking Cliff Notes version of it. And I could just tell Rachel was not into season three. She baffles me because it's my favourite season. Mm. We got like, four episodes deep. She was delayed. Every time I was like, do you want to watch it? She's like, nah. So I was like, are you into this? She was like, not really. I was like, okay, I'll do a Cliff Notes version of everything up to the final episode. And then we watch that fight. We watch the final episodes so you get the, I beat you. Yes. And then we'll we'll get on to She-Hulk, right? Because I know Daredevil's turn up soon. Mm. Did that. <laughs> and then. Then She-Hulk. And then had to break the news to her. Oh, by the way, that was completely pointless. <laughs> they are rebooting him. <laughs> Making the, the other three seasons like a complete waste of time. You know, we, oh yeah. <laughs> you know how they did the board again storyline already. Mm-hmm. I hope you're ready to watch it, but slightly different and longer and longer with more budget. I don't get why they did that. I do. It's a bad sign. Now the thing is, they have all of them on on Disney Plus now, mm. right? So fair enough. But I think it's a case of no, no, no. We want to. We want to have all options available to us. And if you look at the state of play at the end of season three of Daredevil, Elektra's dead. Mm. Everyone knows who Matt is. The Kingpin's in jail. And basically, if he ever gets out of jail, jail King, uh, Daredevil has said he will kill him. Um, or at least he will... No, no, that was it. He had the blackmail on Vanessa, didn't he? He was mm. like, oh, fucking Vanessa will go to jail. There's a lot of like handcuffs there that they would have to operate with if they stuck religiously to the thing. I think it would be a case of they will take what they want and kind of give you a way in the first few episodes to establish, right, this is the cherry-pick backstory of this happened, this happened, this happened, but this didn't, this didn't, this didn't. Mm. And then we have a pretty much a fresh playing field. So it didn't feel like you've completely wasted your time by watching the other three, but they can do what they want with mm. this one. Um Fine. Okay, that's a way around it. It is. It means we don't have to have Iron Fist, so that's it good. Mean we don't have to have Iron Fist. But it does jeopardise the Punisher. And that's the... Hey, not yet. I, I think it's a case of when they rebooted Bond in Casino Royale, and they just went, right, we want this, this, we want Jane, Jane Jensen, this and this and this, and then everything else, fuck it off. Yeah. I think that's all this is. They're just going to... I just need to say John Burnfall's name, yep. and then I'm okay with everything in the Netflix universe being burnt to the fucking ground. <laughs> I don't even necessarily care if you get fucking Foggy or Karen or any of these people back. I just need those three. Yep. You've got two of them. Yep. You've got the, we've got the Triforce of Courage and the Triforce of Wisdom. Just give me the Triforce of Power, and everything will be fine. <laughs> um, we'll be all good. So, yeah... Um, it's probably of all the Phase Five stuff, the thing I'm most hyped for. Easily, yeah, got to be right. And it's fucking certainly after the disappointment of the Thunderbolts lineup. Yeah, it's the only show I think that topped three separate years of best TV show lists on this podcast. So it was a hell of a thing. It is. So I'm super fucking jazzed for it. Yeah. Real quick, Werewolf by Night. This is a thing, and it's out in a month. <laughs> more importantly, it's ne- it's a thing that Marvel can now just go and do weird shit with. Yeah. A Tales to Astonish, if you will. Yes. A Marvel Studios presentation mm. has the potential to be some of the most interesting shit they do. Right. So, like, like you say, complete fucking e-listers on this show. Apart from Man-Thing. Oh, yeah, Man-Thing's in this. Man-Thing's here. People are speculating that it's Elsa Bloodstone. It is Elsa Bloodstone. Oh, it is Elsa, it Bloodstone. Is Elsa Bloodstone. I fucking love... Um, I can't remember the name of the team she was in, but it was a fantastic comic book run. Right. Elsa Bloodstone was in a team of people with Machine Man, uh, the Captain, 
but whose ha- whose name was so rude you couldn't actually say it out loud. Right. Which is incredible. Oh my god, what is that comic book called? Regardless, it introduces a character from right. a team I already really love. So okay. I'm pleased about that. Yes. And it's just going to be a weird TV special. Cool. This has got big Elvira vibes. Right? I love it. Proper campy fucking 50s horror shite. Yeah. What is this? It's the variety we've needed, to be fair. Yeah. Like, it apparently is leaning right the way into horror, which is not my bag. Mm. So I'm going to be... It's the first movie I'm going to be annoyed other than Eternals that I had to watch for my job. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, I mean, it was. It's all in black and white. It's gone super fucking stylistic. Yeah, and campy as all hell. Yeah, it's not a fucking serious horror movie. So, and as we were discussing before the show, mm. directed by a composer. Yeah, right. What? Like, <laughs> like you did such a good job. On <laughs> Here's a TV special to fucking do. There you go. Like I said, yeah, this is this is the variety we feel we've been missing. Mm. Something that they. Doing a chance of things. Now we didn't get a trailer for the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special, which, which is supposedly out still this year. Could still could be the late sweeper for best TV show. Who maybe, knows? Maybe, maybe. But uh, cool. It was it was interesting. It was different. Is it yeah. going to work? Who Who knows? knows? Who knows? But I at least admire them for having a go. But the werewolf by night is just such a fucking nothing character. So give him something like this. I was like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just do what you want. It looks elseworldy as well, because there's TVA people running around in the trailer. That's true. So it might just be in a pocket dimension somewhere, to the point where if it doesn't work, they just go, well, that didn't happen. Boop. Yep. That's that deleted. See you later. Who gives a shit about man thing? No one. He's always been a swamp thing rip-off to the point. I thought they were the same fucking character. Um, right, so that's that done. We're going to pick up the pace a little because now it's Ubisoft time. It's time and it's one topic. Skull and Bones is coming. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Customisation. Again, again it's gone. Yeah. PlayStation Plus written all, all the fuck over it. All over it. Um, especially now that Midnight Suns has been moved back into this year I'm like well that was your only chance yep. like, like I really cannot get on board <laughs> but I like you can't get off the ship I'm like well, well you can walk around the hub world but that's, you can't jump from ship to ship in combat yep. that was the best bit of fucking black <laughs> Um so instead we're going to focus on the Assassin's Creed so it's 15 years of Assassin's Creed this year that makes me feel fucking Real old fucking ancient so they announced a few things. First of all, we're getting we kind of got just double confirmed at this point that the Netflix series is coming. Yep, cool, sweet. Can't be any worse than the fucking movie. <laughs> oh, oh, we get to revisit that. Push it down, down. <laughs> push it down, down. The worst not film. Have I've two fucking ever shits to rub together. <laughs> worst film I have ever seen. Really? Uh, what my most hated is it actually the worst. I don't know. In the fact that Biffy Clyro is my least favourite band of all time, you but they're definitely better than in Insane Claim Posse. Oh, okay. That yeah, type yeah. of thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's factually this is better than this, yeah. but I can avoid Insane Claim Posse quite easily. If you listen to Kerrang at any point in the fucking 2010s, you can't avoid Biffy Clyro. That's true. Anyway. Um, and I accept you for it. Thanks, babe. <laughs> so... The other, so then they said, right, the next year we're getting Assassin's Creed Mirage. Yes. Which is a return to everything pre-Assassin's Creed Origins, where yes. it became more action-orientated and baby's first um, Demon Souls type of style of mm. gameplay. This is going to be stealth-based. It's based on a geezer that was in Valhalla called ba- Basim, and it's going to be set 20 years before Valhalla in Baghdad. Just Baghdad, not like a whole sprawling country like fucking Valhalla was. Very concentrated, 
trying to harken back to the early days of Assassin's Creed where it's much more focused on stealth. And I was mm. like, fucking hey, All right. So when's this set? Is this kind of like Islamic Golden Age kind of time? Yeah, period? so it would have been... Uh, when's Valhalla set? Uh, I think it's now canonically the earliest game. Before... I think it's before, before Origins. Origins. I think so. Okay. Because that wasn't set like the height of the pyramids actually being built. Mm. It was set like after that. So I think it's going to be chronologically the earliest game. From the footage, I was a bit worried. I was like, is there anything to jump on? But no, Baghdad looks like properly dense, like fucking, um, uh, like fucking, uh, where'd you go in Assassin's Creed 2? Uh, oh, um. Venice? It ain't Venice, is it? You do go to Venice. You do Florence, That's Venice. It, yeah. Um, that, that, Montagioni, which is where you, yes. Villa is, and that begins with P. It's in the DLC. I know what you mean. I'm thinking of Constantinople from Revelations. Oh, that was a like, dense city. Yeah, real fucking dense pack stuff. So, mm. cool. Then it goes downhill. Mm-hmm. So we, well, not really. The after after the the one thing they like, said, but this is the problem. Right, it's all tempered by a big looming threat. True. So they then said, right, these are the, that's that's coming next year. That's the only thing they're going to need. And you're, of, and you're getting more Valhalla DLC. Yeah, we're finally cares? wrapping up Valhalla. Fucking hey, all right, move on. <laughs> they said, right, these are the games that are coming, kind of after that. Mm. There's going to be Assassin's Creed Jade, which is a like upscaled. Like high end mobile game, mm-hmm. not playing that. Not um, sure how that's going to play no, either. But it's set in ancient. On that. Yeah, set in ancient China though. That's fucking great. It's basically in the Dynasty Warriors. I wanted that say for a proper one though, because mm. they have kind of done. I think that was one of the two, the other two point five D ones they did. Yeah, I think oh. it, was, I it was India, Russia, and China were the three they did yeah. there. So. Mm. Because the oh, if they did it at the time of the Three Kingdoms, uh-huh. and you're batting between all of them, mm, but they won't do it. They won't do that. So that's the mobile one. Forget about it. Didn't matter. They did one called Hexahe, mm. which is hex but sexy, uh, which <laughs> appears to be witchcrafty. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's stupid. And then realised, wait, no, Assassin's Creed's always been stupid in sci-fi. <laughs> like it's not actually that bad for them to introduce witchcraft because we've had fucking. The you know orbs and fucking ancient artifact things, yep. precursor objects the entire time. Had so. a fist fight with the Pope. It can't get any weirder than that. Yeah, that's a very fucking good point. So no, where do you think it's set? They didn't give anything away. I would have to think like if you're doing witchcraft stuff, that can just be generic Eastern Europe. Like, it could. Or my thought is it's the Salem witch trials. Oh, mm. one of them's an assassin. There you go. Oh, okay, that's pretty cool. Because even then, if it's like they're not witches, they're just assassins, but everyone's like fucking, yeah. you know, it's puritanical times. They're all just scared of anyone in a fucking hood. Yeah. Which means you can redeem Assassin's Creed 3. Oh, you could, couldn't you? Fuck. Oh, that's excellent. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, I agree wholeheartedly. That's another thing. It now won't be that. <laughs> and then they finally did it. <laughs> it took them 15, 15 years. 15 years to do the most logical thing <laughs> possible, which was do one in feudal... Fucking Japan! <laughs> it's an assassin's game. They're essentially ninjas. <laughs> Be a fucking ninja! <laughs> You're a big company. How's it taking you this fucking long? We did uh, the Vikings before we did this. <laughs> we did so many other things before we finally got round two. We're doing feudal Japan. Yeah. Now I would be so jazzed for this. I've wanted it the whole fucking time, mm. especially if they find a way to make it. Because if you've been a ninja, yeah. 
that's going to have to be more stealthy than the Vikings or the fucking ancient Greeks ever were, right? Yep. Which I'm not saying that I dislike those games. I do. Origins and Valhalla are both excellent games. I think I just played um, Odyssey wrong. Yeah. I think I just didn't do it the way I should have done. <laughs> so that's why that one's... Oh, I love ancient Greece. So why that's the worst, I don't know. But anyway. Do you think it's because it was roughly at the same time as Immortals? No, no, it wasn't. I genuinely played it wrong. Uh. I did my usual thing of going to collect things first and then doing story missions. But the story was so bloody boring that I didn't bother. So then by the time I got round to the story, I really, really didn't care and was massively over-leveled. <laughs> so I just fucking breezed through it. Um, so I'd be, I'd be super hyped for this. But the problem is, it's not coming out as a normal release. Nope. It's going to be available through Assassin's Creed Infinite, which is still mm-hmm. the code name for it. Which, although they are really trying not to tell you what it is, it is quite obvious what this thing is. Yep. It's a fucking subscription service. Yeah. They are finally doing it. This is the first game I can think of that is one being converted into this style. Mm. And is the first really major IP to do it. Yeah. Where, again, they're not giving away details because they know they're going to be people aren't going to like it. Yep. I think it's going to be a case of you will pay a flat fee, so say 10 to 15 pound a month, and you will have access to all previous Assassin's Creed games and then all new ones will be on there day one. They won't have physical releases. You will just have to sign up to Infinite, download the game, and play it. And then that's how it's going to be going on. And obviously, you're going to be able to drop your subscription when you finish the game. Fair enough. So you just then drop in and out whenever you want to play it. But And if you do it quickly, you can actually end up saving money. You can. You know, if you can get... If I could... Like Valhalla took me ages, so I wouldn't have saved any money on this. But if this is a slightly shorter game than that was, and I can get it done in three months, mm. I've paid £30 if it's £10 a month, mm. and I can fucking bounce out, and the next year roll back into my subscription and be fine. It's another nail on the cuff of a game ownership, isn't it? It really fucking is, and that's what I'm worried about. It's just a dark omen. Yeah. Like, I knew... I, I'm surprised... Well, EA have kind of done this. That you can get the EA Sports subscription, mm. which means you can just you can play FIFA, Madden, and all their other sports games for a flat fee. You pay it all year, you get whatever you want. That's fine because it's sports games. They will just people sometimes people buy season tickets. Exactly, people buy the PlayStation just to play FIFA. That, I know people like that. They, they just want to play the sports games. Yep. Fair enough. You are saving money. This just I cannot quite put my finger on exactly what I dislike about it. I just know I'm not a fan. And I know they've not announced literally anything about it other than pointing out it's not a game per se, but yet not giving any more context past yeah. that. So yeah. it's pissed out because they know people are going to be angry about it. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's the only worst thing would be, and now Assassin's Creed NFTs... Like, that's the only thing... Give them time. Yeah, give them time. Give them time. So that's what I want to rant about, really, is that I finally get the Japanese game... And it's behind a fucking paywall. So Ghost of Tsushima beat them to it, and now they're scrambling to fucking correct that mistake, and I've got to pay a subscription service to do it. But don't worry, there's a nice replacement for that. More on that later. Right? Mm. Well, that's at the state of play, but first of all, we've got to do Nintendo slash the Pokemon Direct, which also came out recently without having to talk about it. We missed it. Uh, What what was it? Oh, so they only announced three new Pokemon. They did. Which was a Karooledge. Seraledge. Seraledge. As in Cerulean Edge. Oh, I thought it was Cruel Edge. No, no, no. Cerulean as in a violet colour. Right, okay, cool. Or a blue. And then, who's the other lad? The, uh, the... Armour Rouge. That's it. So uh, Rouge is in red. Uh, so they've pointed out 
the well, this kind of confirms the leaks because we were told there were fire warrior split evolutions. Fire warrior and fire sword. So and that's there these. they are. Yeah. Uh, and who was the other one? Uh, it was everyone's new favourite mascot. It's Cloth. Cloth. I forgot about Cloth. I like him. Big old rock crab. Yep. Doesn't evolve apparently. That this is all we're getting for Cloth. Yep. Fine. <laughs> What's the other rock crab we have? We have another rock crab. Fucking the big cube guy. Crablola? No, it, it's a Gen 5 Pokemon. Jesus, what's his name? Are you thinking of Bob Aracle? No, no, definitely not Bob Aracle. It's, it's in the same game. He's a big fucking cube. And he's got massive claws and his eyes are underneath the cube. Oh, Crustal. There you go. Crustal can go fuck himself because he's got a new crab. Yeah. That, that was really worth that joke, wasn't it? Uh, <laughs> it looks fine. It's reintroduced the concept of boss Pokemon. Yes. Kind of a hybrid between totems and alphas. Fine. Cool. He's to do with the... So there's going to be three storylines. He's yes. to do with the Titan storyline. I love how they're, they're talking about this. Ah. Like, that's not been the basic makeup of every Pokemon game ever. Thank you me. can follow the story. You can beat the evil team. And you can challenge the... Ge- We've been doing this <laughs> since 1997. It's, it's been this. You've now just split it up so we can do them all separately. Yeah. I read a thing today that was like, oh, yeah, you can go meet the Pokemon League. You can't challenge them because... The, you have to pass tests, and one of them is the like you need to have all eight badges to do it. So oh. it's not full on Breath of the Wild. You can just run it Ganon with a stick. Mm. Like you have actually got to go and do them it, but you do have a branching path. So the two like early gyms are a bug and a grass apparently, but mm. one's to the east, one's to the west. Oh, we saw the grass gym leader. Yes, we did. Um, <laughs> the only one to not look friendly. No, he looks mean. He looks like a twat, and he's got a big whip. So, Whips are back, baby. Woo! So. <laughs> Not a lot was really revealed of like they hyped really it up know. as well. Yeah, it was like a big one, and it just didn't really amount to much information. Do you like these new and interesting Scyther knockoffs? Here they are. That's Ooh. it. I mean, um, don't get me wrong. I like the look of Sarah Ledge. I'm probably yeah. not going to use it in my team, but I like the look a bit. I can't remember if they were version exclusives. They were. So Sarah Ledge is exclusive to Violet. Armorage is exclusive to Scarlet. Dope. Uh. People thought we were going to get stuff about it in the direct. That's never really happened before. No, not since Pokemon. Why? Not since Pokemon have been doing their own thing, though. That's the thing. Like it's your major release of this year. It comes out in a couple of months. Why not just reel a new Pokemon in your direct? Just one. There's there's loads we haven't seen, which is giving me hope because we didn't see a lot of Arceus either. No, and that was a lot of fun. Why have we got to waffle through bloody reams and reams of Japanese games I'm never going to hear about again? Oh, sorry, yeah, of course, this was a Farming Direct. Oh, boy. So many fucking farming... (laughs) Stardew Valley is the only good one. I'm going to say it. I'm going to stand by it. Hot take. Hot take. I... I just want Haunted Chocolatier. I really want that game. So the guy who made Stardew Valley is making a new game where instead of running a farm... You run a chocolate shop. Right. But in order to get the ingredients, you jump into a painting and go to an alternate universe. It looks very fun. Okay. I really want to play it. All the, your, your big mansion stroke chocolate shop is infested with ghosts and you can employ them. And I think that's cute. So, like, I uh... want to play that game real badly. I don't give a fuck about 
Fay Farm, Harvestella, Rune Factory. I couldn't give a toss. And I'm a weeb. He's I'm your target audience. Very much a weeb. I don't give a shit. No, I, I admit, I... So Nintendo feels the need to always release these things whenever I'm in the office. Mm. Usually it's on a Wednesday. I was in a Tuesday this week. Two o'clock. And I'll whack you. So I, I snuck off. And after it aired and played it, I was in and that bathroom in four minutes. And yep. I watched everything I needed from this 40-minute protocol. <laughs> I, I kind of glanced over Pikmin 4 because I've never played a Pikmin game. but They're good games. I'm excited for people who like Pikmin, I guess. <laughs> I like how Miyamoto was wheeled out. Yeah. It's just to go, just to remind you that Pikmin's still a thing. No, I and promised the... you seven years ago <laughs> that it was coming. Yeah, and a Mario movie's coming. That's all there is to that. Anyway, Pikmin 4. <laughs> yes, thank you, Grandad. Off you go. They didn't even wheel out Aonuma this time no. for, for for Zelda, which we have to talk mm. about at the end. Uh, right, real quick. Um, they announced some more stuff coming to the N64 like package you can get, including Stadium 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldeneye, which I've never really cared about, admittedly. I do like it. It's, it's. I feel like it's such a time capsule, though. Yeah. I feel like it's hard. It's not like Pokemon where going back still feels relevant. Yes. It's one of those things of like, yeah, shooters are better now, aren't they? Oh, yeah. It's got much, much better since then. Yeah. We don't need to revisit this shit. Although the thing is, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spit in the face of the people who genuinely, and I did this university, which was dig out the N64, mm. get incredibly drunk and wrestle with the controls with three other yeah. people. It's a lot of fun. So, you know what? Go for it. Knock yourselves out. Yes. Uh, this is all f- is there anything else you want to talk about before I get to get excited? There was a Fire Emblem. There's a new Fire oh, Emblem. Oh, yeah, there's a new Fire Emblem Engage. Engage with the stupidest fucking hair. And oh, again, it's got some dumbass hair. It was a Fire Emblem game, so your bar's pretty low. Mm-hmm. And yet, what's going on? He looks like a fucking Tide Pod. It's weird. It's so, like, so the last one was Three Houses, which was really fucking good. Like, genuinely had a good story, genuinely had a good gameplay, gave you a good reason to play through that game multiple times, and it was like 80 hours long. Mm. So, like, great. This one is... It, it feels like an isekai, and that's not a good thing. It's like a self-insert going to a... putting yourself in a pre-existing universe and right. being the most important thing. Okay. Because he can summon other existing characters. Right. And it kind of feels like we're very much in that nostalgia bait period of Japanese media now because they're remaking Dragon Quest three, which mm. they didn't got nothing to do with this apparently. Right. But they're remaking Dragon Quest three, which the Japanese fucking love. This one, it's like remember Marth? You know that one person that you know from Fire Emblem? Marth's in it. Right. I'm like, I don't give a shit. No. Like you can't nostalgia bait me on a franchise that I didn't play until it's like fourth instalment. Mm-hmm. So, eh, I prefer it when Fire Emblem does something new and different. Right. So that's what made Three Houses so good, was the, you know, they, they meddled with it in Fates, with having two storylines. Yes. And they went, what if we did three? It's like, yes, that's a good number. And now it's one. Now it's one again. But Roy's here. <laughs> yes. Ike. I can put on the ring that makes Roy come to the battle. I don't care. I really don't care. Cool. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's now time to talk about the only thing I care about. The only thing worth discussing. Oh, there wasn't much to it, but still. Oh, oh. Right. 
It's called Tears of the Kingdom. This is Breath of the Wild 2, by the way. And this is where my interesting thing comes in, and I think you already know it. I think I do. So, um, we said it in the last episode, but some things have changed in Britain recently. Yes. You may have heard. Mm. We definitely have, because you can't turn on the TV, look at an advert, or take a pregnancy test without being told no. that the Queen died. Yeah. They didn't broadcast this direct live in the UK. It was VOD only. Yeah. Because it's called Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. (laughs) And it's the funniest fucking thing. Oh, it's what she would have wanted. Um, (laughs) Yeah, she she didn't live to see the sequel. What a shame. Ah, well. uh, (laughs) We will. Touch wood. There we go. And yeah, so not a lot shown off. Just more of the same of like... You're in the sky. You can use this cool, like, reverse time thing to make things go back along the route they fell. And you've got what appears to be a glider, mm. a big stone bird thing that you can land on. And mm. well, you didn't really know if you can pilot or whatever, but even with this minimal detail, this was the thing I was most judged about. I've already watched five dissection videos <laughs> in this minute-long trailer. Is it bad that the thing, apart from the... Going, oh shit, it's finally got a title. Yes. I was most excited for the logo. Yeah. Because it's an Ouroboros. Uh-huh. And that's, that could be interesting, since this is meant to be like the fucking end of the timeline. Ti- so timeline. Like it's time, an actual yeah. thing. Oh god, I'm jazzed. We are getting, I think it's May next year, I want to say. 23rd, 28th. It's late May. Ah, Give oh. it to me now. I mean, don't. I can wait till May. That's fine. I need to get this in the draft. Need to. <laughs> I don't know how many like fucking first round picks I have to give up to you. We're to gonna have to. to do like a whole fucking thing to determine who gets first draft pick. No, I think whoever wins should get first, and they can choose either to take first film or first video game pick. Mm. I feel that's the most. And then it's like the most easy choice. I oh, don't. I cannot lose. But I'm hey, going to lose. Good news. Go Horizon didn't come out in the same year. No, as it? it didn't. Horizon gets to win stuff this Yay! year. Fucking well done, Sony. <laughs> yeah, I just um. There's you slating off saying, oh, "I wish Fire Emblem would try harder," and I just want. I just want more of Breath of the Wild. Yeah, please. No, thank th- you. They tried really hard. You can you can coast off two games with that. Literally, gonna. He only say like, "We've got caves now." Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Here's a big metal... Do you think it's Twilight? Do you think it's got got anything to do with Twilight? Because there's a lot of fucking green running through this. They could do. But it's meant to be the convergence of all timelines. So if it just started hinting at all this other stuff has happened, then I could see that. I think it's to do with the Zonai tribe Mm. that were like the big tribe that just wasn't present. Oh, also, I want the Minish. Where the fuck are they? They Where live the in minish? the sky. Give yep. me Minish. Um, oh, so I think it's to do with them. Hmm. And like the dragons on the logo look like the big Zonai dragon head. So I think it's them. Hmm. And you see like the, the trailer opens on this kind of carving of this big thing. Similar to the start of Breath yes. of the Wild. So everyone's thinking that is the thing that is the green hand holding Ganon down and has now affected Link in some way. So, dope. Mm. Whatever that is, I'm fucking into it. Um, speaking of not needing a lot in a trailer to get real fucking hyped, Tekken 8 opened the state of play. <laughs> oh, God. It was a good weekend to be Darren, wasn't it? It really was. Like, now, I told you this. I've been fucked by Gin in the Rain before. <laughs> it's still not. 
There was Still a, there don't was, get what you're on about. There was an E3 trailer yeah. prior to either Tekken 4 or Tekken 5 right. that showed a super realistic gin, like, sweating in the rain, and it looked dope as fuck. And then, obviously, it never looks as good as We're gonna the We're going to have to find out which one it was. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah. It never, it never looks as good as it ever does in the fucking end thing. But I thought, that, oh my god, that's what Tekken's going to look like? Holy <laughs> shit. So, it was Kazuya and Jin fighting in the rain. If you don't know, spoilers for Tekken 7, I'll give you <laughs> a beat. Hihachi Mishima's dead. Yeah. And his voice actor died, and they take that shit seriously in Japan. They so did. I think he's fucking unbelievably, Hichoi's not coming back. But the end of that game was basically Jin going, I'm going to have to get rid of my dad. So I think this is like part two of the conclusion where I presume Kazuya's finally actually going to die. Mm. And then we can move on and have new interesting stories that aren't literally about three lads. <laughs> um, and then we finally get the uh, what's, what's, what's Street Fighter Alpha version of yes. the story where yeah. it's a bunch of people you don't care about. No. Like... If it means it gets out of the way, and then we can actually get back to because, like, Tekken Seven story, unless it was about Heihachi Kazuya or Jin, was empty. Like, you didn't get any of the cool little visuals at the end. It was literally just a text box saying what King did. None of that business. And to then neglect your entire roster for the sake of telling the story of not even Jin wasn't really involved in it. It was just Kazuya and Heihachi. So that's a bit shit. It is a little um, bit. So cool. I've had my issues with Tekken Seven. It's got an exorbitant amount of fucking DLC. I don't appreciate that. I have, I did cave. I did buy Fakuram and um, Kunimitsu because Fakuram. Fakuram's a new character. Yes, Fakuram's a new character. He's basically the Bruce Irving replacement, is doing um, kickboxing, but he's actually from Thailand, so it makes more sense. (laughs) And he's about two foot taller than than Bruce ever was, so. Fucking hey, he's really fun to play as. So is he like Craig Marduk tall? He's taller than Craig. He's the tallest Jesus character Christ. in the game. He's he towers over absolutely everybody. Um, and I brought Kunamitsu because I've always kind of liked Kunamitsu, and I just wanted to play as the sexy ninja lady. So <laughs> I did that. Um, they're both great. Who like, else is on the DLC for that game? Well, in terms of returning characters, it was Layla Long was DLC, Anna was DLC, uh, Marduk was DLC. Ah, uh, there's a few more, but I can't remember that one. Leroy Smith was a new character. He was DLC. They have released a, a Polish lady who, in the world of Tekken, is the Prime Minister of Poland and <laughs> is also a fighter. I think it's like Lydia or Libya or something like that. Hmm. Um, uh, who, there was another one. Who was it? Oh, um, uh, Julia Chang's back yes. as a YouTube influencer environmentalist. But it's gone down so well... That is the version that made it into Tekken Bloodline. How's oh, that Darren watched an anime. What's fucking anime? Like, I was in a real Tekken hype for some reason. Mm. And it just so happened... Was this directly following the 8 trailer? Basically. No, no, this was before this even happened. Oh, so this was it's a when real they, set When they hinted at the end of um, Evo, they did a trailer of... Uh, it was showing you PS1 because you're chucking a toy off the cliff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, graphically getting better until it's, like... Super 8K fucking because you're doing his weird smile thing. And I was like, <laughs> that's probably Tekken 8 then, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and it was. I can't remember what kicked you off. I was just in a Tekken hype. So I watched, um, and I found out that, oh, Tekken Bloodline has just come out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, Dope, I'll watch that. God, it's a really, really dry retelling of Tekken 3. Oh, no. It's really boring. That's a shame. I'll like, have to watch it. It's, it's, be, yeah. it's got a very weird, like, 
monotone going through the whole thing where nothing's really exciting. Is that because we've got English voice actors? Because realistically, we're not used to hearing Kazuya or Hayachi speak anything other than Japanese. Probably. That's probably not helping the situation. But it just makes a lot of weird choices that Hechai's like not crazy. He's just like mean Hechai. Hmm. He's very straight laced, very oh, I am the big boss. None of this like it, it, this character does not seem like the geezer who would head a bullet out the air. Yeah. Or strap Jin Kazuya and Jim Pachi to a fucking rocket and shoot him to the moon. <laughs> or and, turn him to the file in nothing but a nappy. Yeah. So it's just so it Kazuya's not in it. It's literally Tekken 3 verbatim. Mm. True Ogre turns up, kills Jun in front of Jin. Jin goes to Hedgehog, mm. gets trained, and then they hold the tournament and fight through it. There's a few of the updated characters. So Leroy Smith is in this. Right. Um, like they show Steve and they show... Um, Julia's got her environmentalist influencer character instead of being traditional Julia Chang. Um... Yoshimitsu is in it for one second. Julia Chang's original character was just friend of bears, wasn't it? Yes, basically. Other than Jiu, yeah. of course. And Ganryu wanting to fuck her. That's, that's it. God, that was a big that plot line. That was a big plot line. Ganryu's in this, but he's actually his bodyguard and doesn't make it to the tournament. It's weird. That's so, weird. the main characters are Paul, no, Law's nowhere to be seen. Nina. Sorry, no lore in it. Oh, lore Tekken is, 3 was Forest, though, wasn't it? It was Forest, but neither of them. I think you see Marshall for a second, but he's not in it. So, Paul, Nina. Nina, I kind of get. Yeah. Um, yeah. No Yoshimitsu, none whatsoever. Um, Julia Chang, Leroy Smith, Huarang, and Ling Xiaoyu. Like, they are. Hang on, Jin's not a main character. Oh, sorry, no, Jin is the main character. Yeah, yeah. But Huarang is kind of. They do a really bad job of introducing who anybody fucking is. Because do you know Huarang's rivalry was a yes. big thing in three? But they, they kind of play it lip service, but don't really do a good job of it. Like, it's like it just turns up. You see her, like, in a montage of Jin going to school, and then she's there, and then she's at the tournament with him, <laughs> and that's not been established, she's also good at fighting. Right. And it's just. Watch it, please do. I won't give away. Well, I mean, if you pay Tekken three, you know what happens. <laughs> but it's just Jin is so boring. I know Jin's boring anyway, but fuck me, <laughs> they plumb new depths of dullness for fucking Jin. Tell me they didn't Jean. put Gon in. No, no Gon. I mean, it turns out Gon is not a Tekken original character, no. which I'm very um, disappointed about. Yeah, it's just like a really weird choice of people, like to not to give Leroy Smith prominence. I mean, giving prominence to a new character is cool. My boy King mm. makes it to the final, but Jin then just hands his ass to him. <laughs> no problem. But then Jin gives him the money to set the orphanage up. Yeah. So, fine. But, yeah, he just makes some choices that I just don't really get. And, yeah, it's just a really, like, they've made minimal changes to Tekken 3, but none of them have substantially changed anything. Right. But it's not an exciting retelling of Tekken 3. It's really boring. That's a shame. And the problem is then, you have to do Tekken 4, which is the most boring <laughs> Tekken. The dullest of the fucking dull. I was going to say, it's likes... not the worst, but it is the dullest. No one likes Tekken 4. The weird, awkward, I'm taking myself serious now, Paul has normal hair, fucking Tekken. Oh God, that was the one where he had his hair down wasn't yeah it? yeah that didn't work and Tekken 5 came and saved us fucking all <laughs> get Tekken 5 that's fine and it hasn't been as good nope I mean 7's fun I've, I've come round on 7 I'm still annoyed about them not having team battle and all the DLC practices yeah. but like 
technical wise, it's probably the best. Yeah. All the Tekken... Brian is fucking good in Tekken Seven. Yeah, no, he is the prick. Um, yeah, all, te- all the latest Tekken is by de facto the best Tekken if you just want to play the fighting game bit mm. of it. But yeah, it's not great. Anyway, um, <laughs> Tekken Eight's coming. And we're all excited. Coming. We're all gonna get fucked by Jin in the rain. It's gonna be great. <laughs> but it is a it is an even numbered Tekken game. Those aren't usually the best ones. They're not. Tekken Seven broke the streak. Usually, odd numbered Tekken games are good. And even numbers are bad. Yeah. Bad. But less good. Apart from Tekken 2. Apart from Tekken 2. Yeah. But Tekken 4 and Tekken 6. Ugh. God. Fuck. Anyway, real quick from the... Because the state of play, again, not a whole lot of interest and stuff. No. Something called Pacific Drive that looked cool. Weird game where you appear to be driving away from some kind of world-ending multiversal event. And, yeah, it seems like you're pretty much in the car the entire time. Yep. And if you're not in the car, you're fixing the car. First time studio as well. Mm. So nothing to go off on whether this is going Iron to be good. Ironwood Studios. That's the end of it, right, yeah. Something like that. So, like, it, it looks interesting. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me what we're driving away from, lads. And why I should care. I got a little bit of Firewatch vibes from it, and I was burnt by Firewatch. And no, mm. The irony. The irony. I'm going to need some good reviews. Um... Right, Rise of the Rise of the Ronin, real quick. Here we fucking go. Lads. I had initially signed this off as like, ugh, another bloody Japanese game. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's not a Japanese game. I mean, it is. Wait, who's the developers? It's Koei. Well, it's Team Ninja. Oh, I got this confused with something else. It is the Koei Tech. under Koei Techman. I was like, right. hold on, because mm. I fucking you know me. I used to I, love Dynasty Warriors. I thought it was a Dynasty Warriors game, but no. It's. I mean, if you if you came in late and missed the start thing, you could be forgiven thinking, "Oh, Ghost of Tsushima's getting a sequel." Yep. It's not. It's, they have picked an interesting time in history to place this game. Hello? So it's at the end of what I think was called the Shikoku, which is when the yes. country was completely locked. Right. Um, and they show the American ships turning up, mm. and kind of like I don't know what point in the Meiji period it is. But it's like we're very much out of the realm of the samurai right now. Yes. Because you know what it reminded me of? Go on. And what makes me excited? It feels a little bit like a Japanese Red Dead Redemption. Oh. It's like that kind of en- encroaching modernism. modernism. They've oh. got that in spades in this. Well, you've sold me even more of this now. And it's not, it's, it's from the same studio that did Neo. Right, that's why I got confused. I thought Neo which, was an American which is, game. No, so Neo is. It's basically a Dark Souls game. So that's the bit where you could be worried, but also Um, it's very much not looking like Neo. No. Neo was a very flashy, over-the-top anime action game. This is is a very realistic, apart from the flying machine, a very realistic historical RPG. There was a flying machine? Do you not remember that bit of the trailer? He like jumped off a thing and just a glider appeared. Sorry, yes. Yes, it is. I remember that. I oh, like in uh, fucking Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yes. When you, Da Vinci's... That's the one. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like a fucking helicopter turned up. Oh, that would have been insulting. I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it turned into Die Hard at the end, don't you remember? Sweet. No, this was... Oh, my God, I might actually play a Japanese game. <laughs> it isn't a Nintendo game. <laughs> the problem being... Oh. It's not out till 2024. Oh, yeah, that. that. Yeah. Plenty of time for us to know what this game is. It is. What we've seen so far, I very much like mm. it. I, again, if this is even remotely as good as Ghost of Tsushima, 
it's gonna get serious fucking placing for 2024. Should we wrap? Should we rail on PlayStation Stars for a quick second before we wrap this up with the thing I want to talk about? Yes, <laughs> here we, we shall. This was very clearly an FTS before oh, it, before it wasn't, was it? Yes, we're really excited to talk about PlayStation Stars, where you can collect things in an app, and uh, please don't hurt us. <laughs> like so, you can now collect. It's basically all the shit you could collect in Astro's Playroom. Yes, oh, Astro, is it Astro's Playroom? Yeah. No. Astro something. It's Astro's Playroom. Isn't okay, it? and then I thought that was the, the thing that came through with the PS5. That thing. It's Astro's Playroom. The Astro's Playroom. So the thing, all the stuff in Astro's Playroom, it's like all those things you used to collect. You know, in that fun little arcadey yes. kind of Jack and Daxter throwback. Yeah. Except you, you complete tasks in real games, and then unlock. You can show all these digital items to your friends that you definitely don't have to pay for. What you know this? damn fucking well. 100%. That those were NFTs before people... Oh, they still can be. They still, still can, can be. They still can be. It's plenty of time to turn that bad boy around when the the winds of change have gone back in the way of NFTs. Show off this digital item to all your friends. No. No, we won't can be doing that. Can you envision any scenario where I would call you mm. uh, or have you around here and go, ooh, let me show you my fucking Honda NSX I got from Need for Speed Heat. Whoa! There it is on my phone. Things? Cool. Fuck me. <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I imagine we've had something similar when they first named what platinum trophies were going to be. Mm. Still fucking collect them. Yeah. But yeah, it's not for us. No. Um, right. Oh, here we go. Right. Again, not a lot to talk about the most exciting thing that came out of the state of play. Nope. But it's got a war Ragnarok. I mean... It's here in two months. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. Uh, it looks really good. I'm not going to play day one. But it looks really good. You're wrong. Um, well, I'm just... I, it's never you know been what? your bag. It hasn't. And I gave the new one more of a shot than I gave the previous three. Yes. And the fact that I really enjoyed my time with it, even though I didn't finish it, is fine. So, it again, it, the scale of the thing looks fucking amazing. The The storytelling is, is going to be dope. I'm already getting a little grated by Atreus's voice because now it's broke. It's a bit Ooh, annoying. He's a bit older. He is indeed. <laughs> but it, all of this is fucking immaterial because, holy sweet Jesus, it ends with him fighting Thor. Just, and it ends with an incredible line. Which what, what was? Oh, was it something like, um, death can have me when it earns me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I'm so glad this when is on the, my When list. did God of War 4 come out? That would have been, I want to say 2018? So 2017? Four years for this game. Yes. It's been. Jesus. I, I know, but the, well, this is the thing. This is why it's going to be a, 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 a two instead of a three, mm. is because they said it, it would basically there'd be a 10 year turnaround between the first one and the last one. Mm. And. We felt like we didn't have enough story to justify that. That would be just for the money. Mm. Where you can tell this thing in two years, get it done, and hopefully go on to Egypt. So, <laughs> I... Oh, I'm so glad I've got this in the draft. You know that meme of the Grim Reaper going from door to door? Yes. It's just like... Kratos. <laughs> yeah. I've wiped out the Greek pantheon. I'm Let's never going to wipe out Norse. How's it going for the Egyptians? <laughs> and then, I don't know, Shinto gods. Let's go mess them up. Go do some Aztec business. Oh, it's gonna be good. I like to think that the, I can't remember much of the actual finality of the trailer, other than oh my god, it's just it's Mjolnir versus the um, the Leviathan at the yeah. end. 
that clash and the hole in midair looked so good. <laughs> and it's Fat Thor as well. It's, it's, it is, it is. It's I was about to say it's biblically accurate Thor. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> right. That was literally everything announced in the last two weeks or so. Jesus. So, yeah, I, I don't think... No, I did think Xbox would jump on this as well. I think they've that, announced some a lot more games are coming to Game Pass. Hmm. Cool, Game Pass re- just is good value for money. Yes. If you got have Game Pass already, you have a lot to play. Yes, awesome. You're getting Deathloop, you motherfuckers. I paid mm. for that game. I well, listen, I don't know what they have to come out in terms of like exclusives. Cause, I mean, Halo's out. It'll be Starfield next. Ah, uh, yeah, they've got a lot of Bethesda stuff to announce, haven't yep. they? And they haven't, as soon as they finalise the deal on uh, Activision, mm. I, I, I suppose that Call of Duty is going to go exclusive. Would not be surprised. Apparently, PlayStation kicked all the way off because the deal they gave them was not good enough to keep Call of Duty multiplat. So, oh, so he's going to be exclusive. I think it will be. If it's not fun. now, then soon. Pressure makes diamonds, it's fine. They're going to go and buy someone. I don't know. Who could you buy? Activision has so Nintendo. <laughs> Would mean I get to buy one less console? So. True. There is that. But no. If, thought... we, t- if we do any more farming games, it really will look a lot like Sega. So, you know. Right. That, thank you for listening. Um, this is extended. <laughs> uh, 1 hour 22 speculation high video. Um, coming up next, we, well, this thing, movies, a little bit of a dearth until we get to the kind of juicier stuff in late November, December. We're going to fill that time. We will have a review of She-Hulk when that wraps up. Yep. Um, we are currently at the midpoint of the season, so that's probably about a month away anyway. Mm-hmm. But to fill that gap, we're going to bring, we haven't done a draft episode for a little while. We haven't done a pitch episode even longer than that. Yep. So we're going to do both. Hell yeah. We are going to draft a Marvel fighting game roster in the style of Injustice. And in part one, we're going to do that actual draft of who we're going to have in their rosters. And in part two, we're going to craft a story around the characters that we have. Yep. I already have a spreadsheet. It's already glorious. Of course you do. Three tabs. It's four. <laughs> is that for priority? No, no, oh, no, no. There is a, here's every comic book series. Here's the tier one people I want. Here's the tier two. Here's the tier three. Tab two is oh, the idealised order of who I get. Like, <laughs> if I can get these... I haven't even discussed numbers with you. You haven't. I reckon we have a base of 30. Okay. And then we have D- a 12 DLC, so we can have three packs of four. 42 sounds or, good. Or four packs of three. Whoever wants to split that. So yeah, for a base, for an overall total of 42 people. Excellent. So you will hear us say 84 Marvel names <laughs> in the first episode, and then we will craft a story around what we have in that kind of injustice, big um, uh, Never Realm style of doing things. Mm. That sounds good to me. So that's going to be coming up very soon. Where's it coming, Michael? Well, you can find it. If you go to our personal pages, so if you go to uh, that Mike Cohen or at the Guttridge on Twitter and Instagram, you can find it there. You can also go and find it on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the username Fowley and T. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on SoundCloud wherever you can pick up an RSS feed under the username Fowley and T or Fowley and T Podcast, depending on the service you're using. And of course, go to FowleyandTM.com for more podcasts, more articles, and more nonsense. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll speak to you very soon. Very soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.